Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you're having an awesome week and we appreciate you being here. Thanks so much for joining us for more listener questions. Pam joins me today and we tackle some great listener questions about the Fantasmic Dining Package. Is it worth it? Do you get a decent value in booking that all together so that you get some you know, guaranteed seats to see the show over at Disney's Hollywood Studios? We also talk some Disney Cruise Line and the new Disney Bands Plus that you can get with your Disney Wish sailing. If you are sailing on the Disney Wish here, are those bands going to come to the other ships in the Disney Cruise Line fleet here soon? We talk about what you can do with those bands. We also talk about the 5K on Castaway Key. We have a family who's running the 5K, but everybody might not be running together. They're wondering where they might be able to meet up with their child at the end of the race. And we also talk about where you might want to stay pre and post cruise, Caribbean Beach, the Dolphins, some other options. We talk Disney dining plans and much more on today's show. So thanks for being here. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Thanks so much for your support of us over at the Magic for Less. With those 2024 packages, we are still helping our guests plan those trips to Walt Disney World over the next year. So if you'd like to book that trip, We'd love to help you out. Just swing by themagicforless.com today. Fill out that free, no obligation quote, and we'll take care of you right away. So just swing by the site. Again, themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That's the easiest way to support our podcast 24-7. Whenever you need anything over at Amazon, just click through our website over at beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible we could not do this without you, and our patrons also get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to support us over there, we'd love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2299 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Again, hope your week is going swimmingly and thank you for being here for another listener question show in early to mid-June. Glad to have you here and hope you're enjoying your summer. And we are going to tackle those questions both from the inbox and from our live chatters on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. And glad to have those folks who are tuned in live. We love having our live audience as we record the podcast. And joining me today to answer those questions, she's back because we had a string there of Mike and Scott shows. I hope you enjoyed those. Those are a little wacky, but back to the OG right here with Pam Forrester, co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel. Pam, what's going on? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Yeah, we uh, hit Memorial Day and everyone left you, Mike. So I know, um, I know that's how it goes. <laughs> but yes, it is going well. I We were doing some podcast cruise preparations um, coming along here. I'm so excited to get to see so many folks there um we have our largest group ever sailing with us right yes we do um and it's gonna it's gonna be a fun cruise we're back on the wish um which i say this over and over again but it's my favorite ship so 
um, yeah, I love it. I'm looking forward to it. I want to do some hyperspace launch. Okay, one thing that you were looking forward to, like more than anything else on the ship. First of all, I just got to say this. Okay, so you guys know that I have a big TV monitor, like a 60-inch TV in the podcast studio. So in the last month, while I'm constantly while I'm working and while I'm rec- even while I'm recording the shows on mute, I have the Love Boat channel on Pluto TV on because I'm so excited for this podcast cruise. Right now, Dr. Bricker is performing some major surgery on the Lobo. On the ship. I just started freaking out. I hope that does not happen on the Disney Wish. The Dr. Bricker, I mean, dude, it was like all on. There was all kinds of instruments and like like monitors yeah. and stuff. I don't hope, dude, I hope that doesn't like people yeah. went on the love boat to have like like life-saving surgery. That is crazy. Anyway, what am I looking forward to? I'm looking for again, I say this all the time. And I'm one of the I think the biggest thing is. I'm kind of looking forward to getting lost on the wish because I'm comfortable with the magic, the wonder, the dream and the fantasy because I've been on those ships multiple times, each ship. And I know the layout and I know where to find the ice cream machine all too well. Um, I know where to find the late night pizza all too well. I know where to find everything on those ships because I've just wandered them. I found all the nooks and crannies. But with the wish and Scott and I have talked about this many times is that we have kind of tried to stay pretty spoiler free for the most part. Like I've done what I've needed to do to help my guests as far as find great state rooms and, you know, get the, you know, the dining they're looking for. But I have not watched like point of view videos on YouTube and stuff like that. I want to have as much of a spoiler free experience when I hit July 3rd and walk through that threshold as I can have. And so I want to have new experiences. You know, it's kind of the whole package because I don't get that much at Disney destinations. And that's why I fell in love with Disneyland last summer was everything was familiar, but it was so new that, God, I felt like a kid again. And I think I'll get that again with the Disney Wish, but this time with like 110 friends around, which is going to be amazing. I I don't know. What about you? I know. I uh, So still, it feels to me like it's a newer experience, I will say. I mean, I've been on it a few times now, and it still is something that I don't know exactly where everything is. And I... Um, it's I I haven't done this thing eight times, right? So I love that. Um, I will say, you know, I I really enjoy the different adult areas of the ship, um, the lounges and whatnot. But there's something about that Tiana's the the lounge, the Tiana's lounge area that I think is really kind of cool that I'm looking forward to get back in. As I, I really liked Hyperspace Lounge too. I think it's fantastic. But each of the lounges is so unique and um, you know, it's just so themed. And I'm looking forward to getting back there too. So I can't wait. It, it's so much fun. And the best thing we've said this many times, I mean, we have a huge group going with us. I mean, well over a hundred folks are going to be sailing with us. But cruises in general are just fun with friends and in groups because, you know, you go down to do the silent disco. Well, that's fun with like just you and your significant other. But when you're right. there with friends that you, I mean, like when you have a group together, it is a riot. I mean, it's exactly. so much fun and oh, just all this stuff. And the best thing is we need to get together that first night, come and do the meets, meet up with us the first night yes. so we can get to know each other. And then we're going to have a blast for the next, you know, the whole four nights that we're there. I just realized, so how an American is it that we're celebrating the 4th of July, but we're going to be in the, we're not going to be in the country. We're going to be in the Bahamas. I, I just put two and two together uh, this past weekend. I'm like, oh my gosh, but it'll be fine. We'll be good. 
I mean, right. come on now. Hey, it's, it's, it's a salute to all podcasts. It is, but mostly the BOGP, like we know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hit Kevin's question first because it just came into the inbox. He says, it's your listener slash PT from the ATL. First, how's the knee doing? Because he gives me virtual stuff. Uh, feedback via email my knees hanging in there i mean it's it's old and wore out but it, it's hanging in there second i tried calling into the show last night and each time i tried the call dropped didn't know if there was a problem with the phone line last night pam we had so many as we record on mondays we had tons of calls last night on the sunday night live calling show so thanks to everybody who was a part of the show so many calls that's probably what happened we had like three on the board at all times so kevin give us a call next week if you have another question but he says finally his question is they're looking to spend two nights at Walt Disney World before their cruise on the Wish next February. Would you choose Caribbean Beach or the Dolphin? The prices on both with two-day tickets are about the same. Our parks will likely be Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom. We'll be driving from Atlanta, so we'll have a car. Looking forward to hearing about your time on the Wish. Best, Kevin. All right, Pam, so what would you do? Would you go to the Dolphin or Caribbean Beach? I think I would do Caribbean Beach and I will tell you why. Because I want to be using the Skyliner and I do realize that you can walk to um, the, you know, the Skyliner from the Dolphin, but it's actually a ways away. I mean, you know, when you really think about the Skyliner station at Epcot that those resorts use is really right there by the International Gateway. So you're basically walking to Epcot um, and Caribbean beach is actually a hub of the um, Skyliner. So I think that would, you know, I think that would be the place that I would want to stay. Here's my other thing too. And I, the wish goes to the Bahamas, right? And when I'm taking a Bahamian slash Caribbean cruise, and I've done this many times and I'm not doing this, this cruise, but I have many times I have this, this tropical kind of theme throughout the entire cruise and I'll stay at Caribbean beach. Or if you were fancy, you could go to the Polynesian where you have palm trees the entire time you stay at Caribbean beach pre-cruise, then get on the cruise ship. You're already in the tropical state of mind, right? You're, Cause you've been going from Caribbean beach to a cruise ship. And it's like, Oh, I mean, not to say the dolphin doesn't have a tropical feel to it over there. The swan and the dolphin, there's lots of palm trees and all that stuff too. But I do like having access to the Skyliner, and I'm a huge fan of Caribbean Beach. Plus, I've been talking to guests about this, kind of the same question a couple of times over the past week or so with the 2024 package release. And here's another thing that I think is kind of a secret advantage, again, of Caribbean Beach that I think people don't think about until you stay there. You have access to the Riviera. You have access to great counter service dining. You could walk over if you have a dining reservation for Topolino's Terrace. And it's, you know, you can't obviously swim in their pools or do anything like that, but you could go over there and get a snack over there. You can get, you know, the, the, uh, what's it called? The Madame Croak. They have great yeah. you know, other options there. Bar Riva, you know, you just, you have a really, you know, five minute walk over to a deluxe resort. You can enjoy some of those amenities as well. Yeah, that's a great point. And then one more point that we're going to put out there for 2024 is the dining plans are available at Caribbean Beach. They are not available at the Swana and Dolphin. And we've been doing like a little math um, in the, you know, water cooler that is the magic for less travel. And if you have a child between the ages of three to 10 and you aren't getting the dining plan and you're doing some character meals, you're paying more. 
period. Right. End of story. Because those, those meals are so much more than the dining plan is. So just think about that. So anyways, that's another reason. Another reason. All right. Let's get a question here on the live chat. Uh, Andrew's tuned in on Facebook. We appreciate that here as we record. He says, are Fantasmic dining packages worth it? I guess it says with it, but worth it. Thinking of doing it for the sheer convenience. So Pam, I've never done one of these dining packages, but how about you? I know Scott does them all the time. It has been a while since we've redone it or since we have done it. But um, I think one of the things that always sold me on on that was I knew that I was going to be able to see the show, Mm -hmm. period. I didn't have to wait in line for an hour and whatnot. And I, you know, often think about, how much is an hour of my time worth? So I think it depends on um, the the restaurant that you're eating at and what you order at that restaurant. Um, I haven't looked for 2024 yet to see if the Fantasmic dining package is going to be part of the dining plan or not. That was something I was wondering too. Um, it has been in the pl- in the past, but I don't think they have that kind of information out yet. Yeah, that's the thing is if you're going to see Fantasmic, and again, I have not done them, but I mean, you know, if you're going to see it, get the package, have your meal. And I, you know, Scott and I have talked about where you would go. Would you go to Brown Derby? Would you go to, uh, because we had a question on one of the Colin shows. Somebody was asking about Hollywood and Vine. Our kind of secret place to go to Mama Melrose. Because we, we think yeah. that's a hidden gem at the studios. Nobody talks about Mama Melrose and it has really good food. Scott likes the steak there. I like the uh, lasagna. And it, it's, you know, it's one of those places I think people don't think about. And then, like you say, you're guaranteed to see the show. And like, you know, he's looking for convenience. Andrew is. And that, that there you go. Bam. You're sold. Convenience yeah. is a big thing. Absolutely. All right. Here's a question for Julianne in the inbox. It says, hey, Mike, Ricky, Pam, and Scott. I hope you're all having a fantastic week. We're just 11 days out from our epic family vacation to Disneyland. I'm rocking my Disneyland visor, my Disneyland hoodie. So let's go. Thanks, Mike, for all your help booking our trip. Well, thank you. We will be traveling with my sister's family. She has three kiddos who have never been to Disney. We're planning one sit-down meal, excuse me, and one quick service meal per day. Perfect. We have some fantastic dining reservations booked for our party of eight. eight. Lunch at the Plaza Inn, dining package for the Magic Happens Parade. Brunch at Lamplight Lounge. That's so hard to say, but I got it that time. I'm impressed. Dinner at Blue Bayou. Oh, how I love Blue Bayou. That is the best. Here's my question. How likely is it that they will have a few super basic kids foods available that are not listed on the menus? Two of my sister's kiddos, age six and eight, are incredibly picky eaters. She mentioned that she wasn't sure they would eat what is on the menu at these restaurants. Apparently, even mac and cheese is fairly controversial with her kids. For dinner and lunch... They should be good with any sort of chicken nuggets slash tender, uh, fried fish, peanut butter and jelly, quesadillas, etc. For brunch, they would be happy with Mickey waffles or pancakes or basic toast with scrambled eggs. <laughs> what gro- this hits a little close to home. What recommendations do you have for these picky eaters? I do not want to change my reservations as these are not easy to get. LOL. I appreciate all you do to bring the magic to our family every week. Thanks so much, Julianne. I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to be able to, I mean that, you know, that they eat chicken tenders, fried fish, peanut butter and jelly and a quesadilla. 
they're not as picky as my girls were. <laughs> like they would only eat nuggets. I mean, nugs are nothing for me. That was I should have had a shirt. Nugs are nothing. But I think they're going to be good. They should find something, right? I think so too. And I think sometimes that they do have things that are not listed on the menus. You just sort of have to ask and whatnot. Is there something even that's on the kids menu? But if you help the sauce or what, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. That's, a, I think, something that they're frequently able to do. Um, have a list of some things, you know, that are are things that they eat and hopefully you'll be able to go in. And if you have to split up for meals, you might have to split up for meals sometime. I mean, that's totally okay to do that. If there's a place that you really want to go, but the rest of your party doesn't, I would say, hmm, I want to do this and make it happen. So, And please go to all these dining reservations, these sit-down places. I mean, because Plaza Inn, Lamplight Lounge, Blue Bayou, essence of Disneyland. I mean, just mm -hmm. the Disneyland Resort, obviously, Lamplight Lounge over at uh, California Adventure. You are going to have such good meals and you're going to have such a great time. And, and just ask. And the th here's the here's the thing, too, with six and eight year olds. I mean, this is going to sound mean, but it's not. I'm a parent. My kids are alive still like they're 26 and they're 15. They're, they've made it through life so far. If they're so picky and that they can't accommodate with like a uncrustable PB&J or something like that, or, you know, some kind of a nug, you know, like a fresh nug or a chicken nug, just have your meal. And just tell the kids, just hang out. You know what I'm saying? The meal's only going to be an hour long. They're going to try to get you in and out. And tell them, as soon as we're done, we're going to walk outside of this place and you can get a pretzel. We're going to walk up to a place where you can get chicken nuggets somewhere. You know, and then they can eat. You know, But make sure you don't forfeit the opportunity to have a good meal on a Disneyland vacation because you don't see something on the menu your kids are going to have. But ask your serving staff because they're going to want to accommodate everybody because they want to make you happy. Of course, they want the nice gratuity everybody wants to get something out of this transaction but even in the worst case scenario have the kids just play on the phone or something just you know be entertained there while you have a good meal and then as soon as you leave get the kids some food you know go over to the you know dca what do they have like that that there's like a crazy potato stand or something over there at uh like by the ferris wheel you know, there's, they, there's all yeah, kinds of crazy I do know stuff what you're talking yeah, about. They all have all kind different kinds of chicken stuff. place. There's that chicken place over there, the little quick service chicken place. I mean, there's yes. all kinds of cool places the kids can eat. You know, Absolutely. I mean, your basic nug, PB&J. Yeah, so Nugs, don't. But, there's always on Crustables somewhere. Yes, there are. And man, Blue Bayou is so good. I, I think I just for the it. atmosphere itself, it oh. really is. I've just, I've just said because. That, again, that was our last sit-down meal at Disneyland, and Scott scheduled it, and it was our last day. And I just remember I was sitting, because you know, I'd heard so much about this place my entire life, right? And I was sitting at Disneyland in Pirates with my best bud, you know, and his family and my family. I was having a Monte Cristo, like, which is like <laughs> one of my favorite things in the world. We were drinking hurricanes. I was like... <laughs> God, if life gets any better than this, I don't know what. Like, I just remember thinking that. I was looking around, I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. Like, I couldn't, I, like, Club 33 couldn't have, bet, couldn't have beat that at that point right there. I mean, it was perfect. Oh, yeah. Melissa says, bring, bring some uh, Uncrustables with you. Good hey, idea. Dude, freeze them and then bring them because they're better. Like, it's a, that's a rudder trick right there. Okay, uh, let's see. We have another question here from Diane, who's always here in our live chat, and we appreciate Diane so very much. Can you tell us more about the After Hours events, specifically at Epcot? 
are the booths and stores open? I read they have free selected snacks and drinks, but wondering if we can buy anything additional to eat and drink. Pam, these are too late for me. I go to bed at 10 o'clock. <laughs> so it, what do you, I know Scott's a huge fan of these things. Have you, you, you go to them? Yeah, every now and then, not always, but every now and then. And there's going to be a lot of things that are actually going to be closed. In fact, like even some of the attractions, you know, not every attraction is open. It, they focus on the more popular ones because you're going to be able to get all of those in. You do get snacks included. Um, and they include things like popcorn and select beverages and uh, some ice cream and things like that. There are places that are going to be open for you, but I think you'll know what those are by looking at the maps of the people who attended the after hours party before you. And even then probably not, you know, they don't, they can't guarantee anything. There will be some stores open there. You know, Mickey wants you to have the opportunity to purchase some merchandise if you would like. But my suggestion would be to go ahead and get like your meal before you go into the after hours party because you're paying for it and you're paying for those really reduced lines and you're going to want to take advantage of that. So did you see the coverage for the one this past weekend? No, no. So they had uh, Guardians standby. So like you, did, you just waited in line. And wow. Yeah. And they had uh, Ratatouille same way. Uh, so that was interesting. First time they had ever had guardians like that. And the snacks obviously were like, I saw people walk around showing their snacks. Uh, you could grab obviously Mickey bars, Mickey ice cream sandwiches, popcorn. That was all included. Uh, like bottled waters, uh, bottled uh, pops, sodas, wherever you yeah. come when you're part of the country. So, I mean, you're going to get that kind of stuff included with your party. Uh, but yeah, there's probably, like, I would guess there's like one counter service location, but it's not good use of your time, especially in Epcot. Here's the thing I remember about an after hours event in Epcot. I think, again, this is another sleeper thing to think about. In Epcot, things are far apart. And the party's only, what, three hours? I mean, it's, it's say you're walking yeah, from, from say, say you're walking Definitely. from France to Guardians. I mean, that's a 20-minute walk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, in the right. 20 minutes is a quarter, you know, that's a third of an hour, you know? So... It, well, you, you can get in times. at seven. It, but, I guess but, it doesn't but, start until the park closes. Yeah, but I'm talking like the yes. exclusive time, like when you have the yes. really, really reduced crowds, like during the party party. Like yes. you want to maximize that time, so you're going to spend time at Epcot more than any other parks walking and making transitions. So if you're going from Frozen, <laughs> you know, say Frozen to the land, that's right. at least a ten or fifteen minute walk. Plus, you know, it's after 10 p.m., which is way past Mike's <laughs> bedtime. So, like, he may be able to get up at 5 a.m. and run, but he's not yeah. willing to I mean, walk you're all night. It's great for your circles on your Apple Watch. But I'm just saying, you may be dragging <laughs> by midnight. The 20-minute walk is definitely 25 minutes, you know. For sure. So, uh, just saying. All right. So, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Here's a question that's kind of a trick because you're a universal person. We throw this in here from I Justin know. on Facebook. I know you guys don't do much universal stuff, but you, would you recommend Universal's Hollywood Horror Nights? Because these things. Well, first, we do all kinds of universal stuff. I know, I know you do. And here's the thing I mean, and I've never been to them, but these are the, these are like the anti Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party yeah. because, I mean, I obviously follow all the coverage on social and yes. their goal is to scare the 
boop yeah. out of you. Like they yeah. are not there to give you the the, the giggles, right? <laughs> They're there to, I mean, you know, talk about goofy it's with the chainsaw. Trick or treat time. Dude, this is Jason with a chainsaw. There it is. You better bring a, a extra pair of tidy whities to this event. I think <laughs> to say, I mean, if you're a scaredy cat, they're there to give you the yeah. The, there's a reason they're called the middle name is horror. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is designed to. I mean, it's designed to scare you. It is not something I would take little kids to. In fact, Universal warns against that. Um, this is more for like teens and adults who like to be scared in different ways. And there's so many, like they have some houses, basically haunted houses you were going through that are themed after so many of the well-known horror movies and things like that. They are hugely popular. Oh, yeah. Horror they have yeah. a big following. Yes. I mean, really, they do. People love them. Um, one of our agents, Holly, is <laughs> she lives in Florida and is absolutely our universal, the biggest universal cheerleader you will find, don't you think? Like, if you have uh -huh. a question, Holly knows the answer. Um, yep. <laughs> for sure. And she um, loves these. And they are just, I mean, go and look at them. We can include the tickets like in a package that includes that. It's not, um, it's a lot easier than a Disney package, but they have specific packages that you can include Halloween Horror Nights. They are so popular um, and people really, really enjoy them. Now, for those who want to attend, but may not want to, um, you know, go into the houses or things like that, you can do that as well. And it won't be as scary, but just know there are going to be scare team members, you know, around the parks. Here's the funny thing, because I've told this story. I think I told this like around Halloween time on Mike in the Midwest is that when I was in high school, I worked in a haunted house here in St. Louis. Like where you pay like people pay 20 bucks to go through this thing, it was 15 bucks or something. I mean, it was expensive because I mean, you paid like a lot of money. And it was like, you know, it took like 30 minutes to go through the dang thing. It was out in the kind of in the country in St. Louis. Yeah. And the thing was, they just paid high school kids to go in this thing and like just scare people to death the whole night. Like you, it opened at like seven o'clock at night and it closed at like two in the morning and you would just scream your head off for like, you know what, six hours. But the thing was, they would send like a secret shopper basically through at like some point through the night. And then they would just, it would basically was just regular customer. And at the end of the thing, they'd say, okay, who was the best like actor in the house? And that person, whoever they named, got 50 bucks bonus that night. And so you would you would try to scare the crud out of like every single person because like every person could have been that that person, right? Total great motivation is like an employer, right? They're like, dude, they had me hook, line, and sinker because I'm you know I'm competitive in anything I do. Doesn't matter what I'm doing, like I'll elbow you out of the buffet. I don't care. Just for everybody going on the cruise, be be careful because I am competitive about anything. Like this is my person. <laughs> So I, and I got the award a few times and I'm not an actor, but I was just like, Hey, if I'm going to be here, I may as well try to get the 50 bucks every night. Right. So, but I mean, like I would not go to Halloween horror nights cause I do not like to be scared. <laughs> but when I was on the other side of it, Oh my God, it was the funniest thing ever. Cause you'd have this mask on. I worked in the part where it was like nuclear. It was like a nuclear fallout thing with like green, like it's fog machine. And like, it was a green glow. Yeah. So I knew the people were coming they were coming right at me, but like, you couldn't see like six inches in front of like your face, but like I could hear Cause like thing is you could hear them. They'd be like, dude, you go first. No, no, you go. Uh, somebody's going to be around that corner. No, somebody, no, dude, I promise there's going to be somebody around that. And like, I'm thinking they're like, yeah, there is somebody around that corner. It's me. And just come on to mama. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Uh, 
You know what, Mike? I see this as a possible um, fundraising opportunity for Give Kids the World. I'm just saying this right now. So, yeah, but don't put me in there where I'm the victim, man. I am um, not, yes, I of do course not you're going to be. We're going to no. take it. Oh, uh -uh, man. Nope. <laughs> I do not want to be the scary, but being the scarer is hilarious. Mm. Oh my we'll gosh, see. that was so fun. We'll but see okay. How that goes. Anyway, okay, we have another question, so let's move on. Jonathan has a question. Good morning, all. <laughs> it's my daughter's first trip to the world this summer. I've been thinking about how to make the perfect first day in the Magic Kingdom. I was wondering if you could take someone to Disney for the first time. What would you do? What parks, rides, characters, food, etc.? Thanks, Jonathan. John is up in Rhode Island, and we talked quite a bit on uh, email. He's one of our great guests over at the Magic for Less. So one of the things I would say, and again, this is kind of extra or bougie or whatever people want to say, but I mean, I think every dad needs to give his little, God, this is killing me as somebody that's so frugal. I hate saying this. You guys know me. If you've been listening to the show for 15 years, you got to do Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique once. So you have the pictures. It's, it's a pain to schedule. It's a pain to take out your credit card and pay for it. But God, I, I'm so glad I had the pictures of Mallory with like the, hair yeah. that was like all one like chunk of hairspray and the glitter and the dress and then, then that day though the whole thing is when you do that that whole day here's where it even gets more expensive then you got to eat in cinderella you got to eat at the castle right you got to do cinderella's roll table that day for your meal but then the rest of the day you got to do all character meet and greets you got to meet the princesses for all the pictures yep. so that's how that day goes you can ride rides but you don't want to ride wet rides which is a kind of a you know not a big deal because splash mountain's gone um, right. but, and you can't swim. That's a, that's a battle when you're like, if your daughter's six, you, dude, you can't swim for like another 24 hours. Cause that hair has to last. I paid $300 for that hair. It's going to last at least 24 hours for lots of pictures. That's what I would do. Bibbidi Bobbidi early in the morning, lots of pictures, character. It doesn't maybe have to be Cinderella's roll table. Maybe it could be Acker shoes or, you know, your favorite, you could do maybe crystal palace, something like mm -hmm. that. But that's how I would lay it out. Pam, what else would you say? I like that. So first time, I think that it's important for everyone, like for your party to be able to see all four parks. And the reason why is you can read every review in the world, right? You are not going to know how you feel about that park or how your child feels about that park until you're there and actually experiencing it. So first of all, that's always my first piece of advice. Um, Secondly, I think a character meal is a no-brainer. No you have to do it. Where else can you have dinner with Mickey or with Minnie or with the princesses or things like that? So Mike gave, um, you know, once you do the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, it's fantastic to eat with the princesses. Another thing I think is sort of a really cool, you know, you got to do it kind of thing is Chef Mickey's yeah. um, or one of the character meals where Mickey is there. I think that that's a really big thing too. I'm a huge advocate of staying on site at Walt Disney World always. Um, there is a resort that will appeal to your senses and your pocketbook, right, for everyone. So absolutely consider that. The transportation itself, I think, is just invaluable. Um, it just really is. And also definitely add the memory maker. Um, that's going to be something that I say to just about everyone who goes to Walt Disney World, but especially when you're taking someone, a child, another adult, if it's a memorable trip, if it's a first time trip, 
I can pretty much talk myself into each one of my trips being a reason to get Memory Maker. So, and you know, we go all the time. Yeah. So Memory Maker is important. Yeah, I mean, because I just renewed my annual pass. And of course, now with the annual pass, you got to pay the extra hundred bucks to get the, you know, Memory Maker added for the year. And at this point, I don't even think about it. Like It's, it's a just, no-brainer. It's, it's built in because am I going to not get those great photos for the whole year? Right. I have to have it. Like at Walt Disney world, there's just so many opportunities where I would regret not being able to, cause the, and you know, Kim, Kim, I think was, she's in the chat here, Kim Taylor, who, you know, takes photo, amazing photo pass pictures during the races. And she does this full time down at Walt Disney world, like her and her colleagues, they've gotten so stinking good at capturing your memories with these pictures that I mean, I used to like take a lot of pictures. Now, a lot of times I'll swing by, especially during races. I never take a race picture anymore because I just, you know, after the race, I type in my little bib number and I'm like, oh, that's, that's great. And then the, those are the ones I share. And it's just a no brainer. Like I get so many great pictures that you, you really at this point, I mean, if you're going more than like two or three days, you got to have memory maker. You're going to want those pictures. You do. Yeah. Great. And if you buy, uh, like, let's say you have a fantastic photo pass photo taken and then you just want to buy like three or four of them. Yeah, you're into you're more in. than the cost of memory maker yeah. at that point. So, all right, Mindy's got a question here, and it looks like it's about cruise. Question about the 5K on the cruise. Our nine year old daughter is worried about finishing before us and where she would wait. I told her I thought they would help her wait for us, reassure her that it'll be okay and she will be safe. Pam, is so we just did the itinerary for the BRGS podcast cruise, and the 5K is one of the events we're doing with the cruise. Whew, it's going to be hot. But it is every July. Um, it's the survival 5K. So do you you finish at the bike rental stand, as I recall. Yeah. And the 5K right now is still on your own, right? It is on your own. So you can all, um, you know, sort of run together. Which or if you're do. worried about it, you know, run or walk together. I guess the fear is here that you're holding her back, right? Um, because it seems like she might be your fastest person. Maybe you... Um, have your slowest person start a little earlier and then, you know, yeah. you could do that too. Um, but yeah, there, um, there are cast members there who do have, you know, the little medals, right. Yep. But I mean, I don't think there will be a danger, but I also don't think that the cast members, if we, if you ask them, they would say, sure, I'll take responsibility for your child. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, so here's, here's what I would say to Mindy is right where you finish, right. The kind of the finish line is and where they're going to have the bike rental stand. There's also kind of a little like refreshment place where Olaf is. Yeah. There's like an Olaf statue where you can buy like little sippers and stuff like that. Just have her hang out by Olaf, and it's a little shadier there too. If it's yes. a hot time of the year, just have her go sit by Olaf and just chill out. Nobody's going to bother her. You know what I'm saying? Just have her sit by right. Olaf. I mean, hopefully you're not too, I mean, you know, it's 5K. You shouldn't be too far behind in uh, Hustle. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's providing some inspiration. Get moving. Let's go. Your kid's waiting for you. And Olaf is too. And a sipper and a medal. Let's go. No, just kidding. But you know, that, that's what I would say. Meet her at Olaf. You know, have her sit by Olaf and don't move. Unless, she, unless Olaf talks. Okay, Max. Oh, Max, one of our great agents over the Magic for Less, who apparently is rocking the same hoodie as I am right now, which good taste. Uh, speaking of parties, if you're up in the air about a fall winter trip, do you, Mike or Pam, go over Halloween or Christmas with the decorations and parties? To be honest, okay, the problem is with me is like run Disney. Like I haven't gone down for like the Halloween party in forever because I've done wine and dine. 
And I haven't gone down for a Christmas party because I do marathon weekend. Like if I wasn't doing run Disney, I'd be down for like Halloween party and Christmas party every year. But if I had to pick between the two, I'm a Christmas guy. I love Christmas. Like I'm, I'm just a Christmas dude. I like Halloween. Don't get me wrong. But, and I think the Halloween party might be better, but I'm more of a Christmas guy than a Halloween guy. So I'd probably go Christmas. What about you, Pam? If you had to pick. Yeah. yeah. Do you even have to ask? You know how many you trees got, I have. You know, 17 house. trees and you know three more <laughs> growing I, right now in the backyard. I got to go and check out Disney's trees so I can get inspiration for some of mine each year. No, I mean, I would do Christmas too. Uh, there's something about being there. It, it actually helps me get in the mood for Christmas. Um, I love that piece of it. I think it's really fun. Um, and I love Disney decorates like no one else really and truly. So um, I would do Christmas for sure. All right, let's get some here. We got a question about will the Disney bands, I think is what Jessica's asking about here in the live chat on Facebook, be available for all the ships. She's going on the dream in looks like April of 2024. So I got my Disney bands. Dude, I bought them for the entire family. I paid over a hundred bucks. I couldn't believe it. It hurt. Uh, but, yeah. you know, science, right? I got to try them out. And research. Research. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Not science. It's really not science. It's research. Science. Science. <laughs> it's not science. It's research. It's really not even research. It's just FOMO. So <laughs> I got them and I took the picture on social media that was worth 200 likes. So there you go. That's what it was worth. But, and I didn't want Mallory hounding me because we got to the, you know, that's what happened, right? We'd have gotten to the port and everybody would have yep. had them and she would have like, one. Dad, yeah. why don't we have one? Dude, I trust me. I, again, I'm a dad. parent, right? And dude, I saw this coming a mile away. I'm like, dude, we'd have got there. Everybody had been wearing Disney bands. My kid wouldn't right. have had one. It had been too late and I've been hearing about it for four days. So I was like, is it worth a hundred bucks? Yep. And I'm getting them for everybody else. So we got them. I'm excited to try them out though. I mean, it's because it, they work as magic bands at Walt Disney World too. So, hundred percent. I ordered them too. Did you guys? Do you, did you order one? Scott's getting his. He said he doesn't know. He yeah, said he I doesn't did. know if he's getting them for the girls though. I'm like, ooh, bad move. Get them for everybody. But what about you? I, I ordered so, um, I ordered them for Steve and I. Um, and I believe I don't know whether Hannah ordered them or not. Um, but yeah, I did. I was like, I'm getting these. Um, there's some sweet designs. Like they I got are. the exclusive wish one. Um, I got Steve the monorail one, which was pretty cool looking. Just, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think that, so I think eventually they will roll out two other ships, but right now they're testing. We're in a testing phase and the wish is um, the newest and going to have the most things that will work with the magic man too. So that's where they're starting. So it's so funny though. When we got them, like I opened up, I was so excited. Got them on a Saturday we just gotten home from the baseball game and, you know, I open up uh, Mallory because Mallory's there. I'm like, these are the Disney bands. Like, we're here. Like, let's look at them. So I open them up. You know, we can see the bands. And then the Chargers all fall out onto the floor. <laughs> Mallory's like, what are those? I'm like, those are the Chargers. She's like, what? They got to be charged. I'm like, oh, yeah, these are the Disney bands plus. You got to charge these every night. I and mean, she is she is the worst at charging anything. Like, she'll leave the house with her phone at like 5%. Then, like, I've, we've bought her, like, three external batteries for, like, stocking stuffers at Christmas and at her birthday. She'll have three external batteries, but guess what? She never charges the external batteries. They're all dead in her room. You know, like, take an external battery with you. They're all dead. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so here's another thing that'll be dead. You know, the good news is they work dead. You know, they just don't do all the stuff. But Exactly. Oh, this just be another thing. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God, you're totally great. You're going to have another dead item on your arm. 
But uh, mine will work because I'm like the king of everything being charged before I go to sleep. Like it's my room, the ship's going to go dim every night before <laughs> before bed because I'll have everything neatly plugged in. But I can't wait. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think they'll go. But I bet you they built a wish with these Disney vans in mind. So they just have everything for the wish. Absolutely. Kind of ahead There's of some interactive things there with the wish some games and things that you can do in the app. So there's lots of really interactive things on the wish. All right. Quick question here from Sue in the, she's on Facebook. Do you prefer Palo brunch or dinner on the fantasy? <laughs> I, it's like picking your favorite child. Oh, Not for me. <laughs> brunch all day, baby. You're doing oh, brunch. Oh, brunch. Private room too. <clears throat> Go ahead. I don't know. I really truly don't know. I like them both for different things. Like, for me, I have so many good memories of sitting at Palo at dinner and watching the sunset and um, all of that. I, I love the like the e not the ease, the feeling at dinner. It's quiet, it's adult only, it feels very not frenetic, which sometimes the dining rooms can feel like a little bit of an overstimulation for me. Um, and I, I love that. It's like you've stepped out of you know, whatever the, that the, is true. Yeah. Yes. You the sort of step back. The, it's the sort of a different world. The excitement of the main dining rotation, you could say. Yes. There you go. The excitement. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> the excitement. That's the word I was looking for. Yes. That, but no, so that's what I really enjoy about Palo, but dang, isn't there just something about brunch? Well, brunch anywhere. Bottom is line is there is, they're called the sticky buns. <laughs> Just shove them in my mouth, like, and just keep them coming until I can't move. Like, there's, I don't know what they are, but they're so good. Like, I think about those things from the time I get on the ship until the time I get on the ship again. Right. They're so good. I know. Agreed. Oh. Do they still walk you through, like, with a babysitter? Because I hate that. <laughs> because you don't want to be judged. They shame you, right? Got... I'm like, sir, how many sticky buns would you like? I'll take two. Really, I want, like, 17. Come on now. I need sticky buns. They're so good. Anyway. They are good. All right. Uh, Andrew's here in the live chat. I think we have time for one more question. And this is a good one to wrap on. How would you rank these thrill rides from least, uh, from your favorite to least favorite? Mission Space, Dinosaur, and Test Track. So let's go uh, favorite to least favorite. I'll let you go first, Pam. Um, I am going to go Test Track. Dinosaur and Mission Space. Wow. Okay, so we're going favorite to least favorite. I'm going to go. Yeah. You went Test Track, Dinosaur, Mission Space? I did. That's what I'm going to. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Which, is, which is interesting when I think about it because Test Track, like, maxes out at like 65 miles an hour and basically you're just like in a convertible. Yeah. Right. You're I just drive in like a car. I drive my Jeep with no doors, no top. Right. Pro probably 85 to five miles an hour down the highway about every day. So I don't know what the thrill is in that. And it's a lot scarier on our highways than on test track. There's a lot more. <laughs> you have a lot more danger on this highway I'm on near my house in rural, Missouri, you know, in suburban Missouri. So I don't know what that tells me. Dinosaur. Indiana Jones is way better. I just got to say, now that I've been out to Disneyland, that ride is, it is. It it, is. It's, it's more interesting, but dinosaurs still fun. Cause I do like dinosaurs mission space. You would think I would put up the top. Cause like I worked at space camp. I love space. It's like my jam, but you know, it, it's just, it, it, 
there's something missing there. You know, it, it feels like it could be more and it's all, it is claustrophobic. I, I mean, it makes me like when they close that thing, I, I, that sound, like I can hear the sound right now in my ear, the when that door closes, <laughs> that feels like it sucks the air out of my lungs. And, and I mean, uh, I, I, mean it, and I think it's part of it. I, we talk about this at times, but it is the warning you about yeah, before no you get up there. Yeah. I'm like, I would be okay if it weren't for the warning. So anyways. All right. Well, that is going to do it for today's show. But Pam, we are 26 days from the BR Guest Podcast Cruise. So it's scale crazy. one to 10. How excited are you? Uh, I'm at 10 already. Oh, man. But I, I am at a 10 or more on the excitement level. But now is the time where I'm just, uh, I feel like I have too many irons in the fire, right? I mean... Scott made a good point because, like, we have this group text going on because, you know, of course, we're trying to get all this stuff done behind the scenes. And it's like juggling like seven, you know, knives at, at once at this point, trying to make sure we don't forget anything for the cruise. He's like, we need to get a, like a checklist going. I'm like, Scott, no better words have ever been spoken, like a shared sure. checklist, because I feel like we're going to forget something. Because, like, I, one thing I always forget, and I don't know if you do this. I always forget to pack my tags for my bags. Like they mailed oh, me if yeah, you got right. them. They're, they're, if you didn't get them, I always say this because some like some people maybe like changed addresses. Like you moved, you had an old address on file with Disney Cruise Line, and maybe you didn't get your luggage tags. They are not magic. They don't matter because the porters have them right there when you arrive at the port. They just tag your bags yep. anyway. They go right to your room. I always forget mine anyway. I mean, I bet you I've used my. I'm platinum, and I bet you I've used my tags that they mailed me once. I have them always sitting on my kitchen table when I leave the house. I never so, use them. It's true, and so here's the thing too. I've been on so many cruises, so many Disney cruises in particular, that I forget like all the stuff that I should be doing, like the whole online check-in, which I completed. I don't even know when they send you a scannable code. Last cruise we got on, I'm like. What what are these things that people are showing when they get on the ship? I know. I, oh, mine's the in my code. mine's yes. in my Google Drive. I'm scanning I through email looking for. Yeah, see, mine's in my Google Drive because at least I have it in my Google Drive because I'll forget that too because I print it out yes. and I always forget it. Yep. Totally. Yes. Another thing, I so I have a um I have a folder of like magnets for for the door that you know because we've been on we've done all these group cruises right so and people have given them to us you know over the years and like i have somebody maybe one of like it's like a mickey but a mizzou helmet you know like it's really cool but like i always forget to bring those like i've sat them next to the birth certificates you know it's like yeah i know those have to go like because we have a purple like it's a it's a frozen folder and that's where (laughs) all of our birth certificates are in those so like the magnets folder is under the birth certificates folder so like I'm starting to make piles at this point, yes. you know, cause we're under a month, but it's that kind of stuff, you know, it's excitement, but it's also like the nerves are starting to get there. Like it's, you know, like we got to get ready, man. We're going to be on the plane here shortly. Oh, yes. I know. Can't wait. Oh, it, Betsy says add the code to your wallet. That's a good point for your phone. I've got it in my yeah, Google drive. So this this yeah. all makes too much sense. Yeah, I know. Betsy. Seriously. I know. It like, just does. Oh, I saw three weeks to screw things up. Come on now. Plenty of time. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, hey, good show today. Thanks, everybody, for being here. We appreciate you. If you have a question, we can drop it in the inbox at mikebeargastpodcast.com. We'll attack that right away and get that on the next show. But hey, don't forget, our podcasts are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Best travel agents out there, if I do say so myself. So to swing by the website over at themagicforless.com, we'll help you plan that next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney Trip, even Universal. If you want to get your 
stuff scared out of you at Halloween Horror Nights, Holly will help you out there. I'm not going to get you scared to death, but Holly can help you out. Trust me. And uh, no, we take great care of you. Best part is no cost to you and you're going to get excellent service because bottom line is we just want you to have an amazing trip every time, whether you're going down for two days for a weekend, just a little getaway for maybe a race. It doesn't matter. We want you to have a great time there. Some of our clients go for 14 days at one time. We want you to have an amazing time there. You know, hey, we'll help you change your address for, you know, get your mail forwarded to you, whatever you need. Just swing by magicforless.com, fill out the quote form. We'll take care of you from there. Don't forget, 2024 is available now. I've helped a guest who had a trip this week, went into 2025. They booked December of 2024 into 2020. I was like, dude, that is crazy planning. I don't even know what I'm doing next week. But you know where you're going to be in 2025. That I need some of that in my life. So that was awesome. So just swing by the website, fill out the quote form. We'll take care of you from there. Thanks for your support, too, and for your patience this week. From all of our agents at The Magic for Less, I just want to say that to our guests. We have the most amazing guests because there was a little snafu, of course, with the Disney systems on Wednesday morning. A lot of us got stuck in orbit for a little bit. Um, but you guys hung with us and we appreciate your patience and most importantly, your support. You guys are just amazing. And thanks for supporting us, our small business. We, we love it that we can help you with our trips and your trips. And we just love that. So thank you again for your, uh, allowing us to book those 2024 vacations. We're going to make them awesome for you. We promise you that. And don't forget uh, our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. Thank you for supporting us over there and our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast. You get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over and support us over there as well. Give Pam a follow on social media at TMFLT Pam. I'm at Mike. We'd love to talk to you over there. And don't forget our live call-in show will be this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. It's you, me, and Scotty G. And the phone lines will be open. We hope to have as many calls as last Sunday night because last Sunday night was a hoot and a half. And maybe this week we'll make it two hoots. Who knows? It was almost there this past Sunday, but that was a bad joke. Terrible. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah, I know. Anyway, we're going to get out of here and we'll be back in on Friday with some more fun Disney talk. So join us for that. So for Pam, I'm Mike. Wish you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.